The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Mike Sasso. I'm the president of Sons of God International and also co-founder of Freedom Fellowship Church. And Pastor Chris has asked me to sit in today and kind of share a few things from my heart to your heart to give you some understanding of what I believe is happening right now in our midst in this nation whose God is the Lord Jesus Christ. So get excited. There's some good things happening on the horizon. Just stand still and see the glory of God. A few weeks ago, Pastor Chris had shared some scripture, kind of to lay the foundation. And one of the scriptures she gave was in Isaiah 51, verse 16. And I'll read that scripture to you. It says, I have put my words in your mouth, and I have covered you under the shadow of my hand that I might plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth. And say unto Zion, you are my people. And about two weeks ago, I was just meditating on that scripture again. And as I did, I was reminded also that she had mentioned we need to put a watch over our mouth, over our heart, and watch our deeds and make sure that we're speaking words of faith and power. And that we're also guarding our hearts so that fear, which is not of God, by the way, the power of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the spirit of sin and death. So I have no fear in Jesus' name. And I release that word over you, that there'd be no fear in you. And with all that's happening in our nation, every foundation that can be shaken is being shaken so that those things that are of God will remain. But fear not, child of God, because the Holy Spirit has a plan that is so great for this nation. And for all those who have ears to hear and eyes to see, God is moving across this nation in a way that is beyond many's understanding right now. But I'm here to tell you good things are on the horizon. And I'm going to share a few things the Holy Spirit's been speaking to me. So as I was meditating on Isaiah 51... I continued down through the chapter, and I got down to verse 22 that says, This is what the Sovereign Lord, your God, who defends his people, says. See, I have taken out of your hand the cup that made you stagger. From that cup, the goblet of my wrath, you will never drink again. God is saying, I'm taking that trembling cup, the cup that has caused you to fear, to tremble, to be in anxiety out of your hand, and I will put it into the hands of your tormentors. Those who said to you, fall prostrate, that we might walk over you. In other words, those who said, hey, we're going to trample you under our feet. We're talking about your enemies, the enemies of God that are in the earth. The Lord is saying that I'm going to take the cup of trembling that has been in the hands of my people, and I'm going to put it in the hands of your enemies. I'm going to put it in the hands of those who have stood against the Lord, who have stood against his anointing, who have stood against the kingdom of God, who have stood against righteousness in the earth. He says, I'm going to put that cup of trembling into their hands. Those who have said, hey, we're going to walk over you. 
And what the Lord spoke to me as I was reading that, he says, this is happening now. We're about to see it unfold. Praise God. Now, as it happens, I just want to tell you that remember that our number one mission for the body of Christ, all who have ears to hear and eyes to see, those who can hear the voice that's speaking to you today, that our number one mission is the Great Commission. Before I'm an American or before you're whatever nationality you're from, from whatever nation you're listening to me right now in the sound of my voice, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, then your number one mission is the Great Commission to seek and save the lost, that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And that, too, must be our mission. We're ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And so we need to stand in the gap for the nations. And as this cup of trembling goes into the hands of our enemies, and I say our enemies, they're really God's enemies. They've stood against the Lord and against his anointed. And the Lord himself is seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for us and making intercession for all that would stand against the kingdom of God so that they could repent and be saved. So we have to do the same thing. Our heart must be that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But anyhow, I want to continue on because the Lord said this is about to happen. We're about to see this cup of trembling come into the hands of those who have stood against the Lord, who have tried with all their being to overthrow righteous governance in our nation. There's an uprooting that's about to take place, as the Lord had said prophetically even years ago, that there's a root that's being uprooted, that the head of the serpent has been cut off in D.C., and that that serpent is really wriggling around trying to keep its hold, but the uprooting is taking place. So know this first and foremost, that it's not because of our righteousness that this is happening. It's not because of our great ability or even our following after God, because candidly, many in the body have been stiff-necked. Many in the body have been hard-hearted. Many in the body have not walked uprightly before the Lord. So it's God's mercy. And not only is it God's mercy, but the Lord is saying that it's because of his covenant with Abraham, who he loves, and also the covenant that he has with our founding fathers that founded this nation and came to the shores of this country over 400 years ago and planted across the first to be in Jamestown, where the people of Jamestown, when they planted that cross, literally dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I have an excerpt, actually, that I want to read to you from that Jamestown founding that I think bears witness right now because the Lord is taking it seriously. And to our founders that followed those founders of Jamestown, they came here because of religious persecution. They came here because they wanted to serve the God of our fathers. They wanted to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, and they wanted to spread the gospel, and they wanted to dedicate this land to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this nation was really founded a Christian nation. And a Christian nation it shall again be. So as I read this, let it come to heart that God is keeping in his heart the love and the dedication that our founders had in their heart when they founded this nation. And so the Jamestown settlers in 1607 said, We do hereby dedicate this land, that is this nation, and ourselves, that was them, to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to raise up godly generations after us 
and with these generations to take the kingdom of God to all the earth. You see, they literally came here to spread the gospel to this nation and literally from this nation to every nation of the world to prepare the world for the Lord Jesus Christ. And it goes on and they say, May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as the earth remains. They dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ and that the founders of this nation dedicated literally this homeland that we now call home to the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ as long as the earth remains. And then they said, may all who see this cross remember what we have done here and may all who come here to inhabit this land join us in this covenant. And this literally was a covenant that was made by our founders. And it was continued with the Mayflower Compact about 20 years after, about 13 years after, where they came to these shores and again dedicated the land to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it continued. But the point I'm making is the Lord is saying that he is going to restore our nation and restore all that the canker worm and the palmer worm has eaten, and restore our judges as they were in the days of old, as it says in Isaiah 1, 26 and 27. And afterward, we will be a faithful city, a city not forsaken. This land will be redeemed, and we will see the latter house greater than the former house. For the love of God will flow across this land. And there is a political revival that's taking place right now. Prophetically, about, I want to say, probably about 2012, we received a prophetic word that God was causing revival to come to the United States of America. But he said it was going to begin in the political arena. And I got to tell you that right now, as we have seen, there's been a hardening of the hearts of those who oppose liberty and who oppose the foundation of our government, which was established upon the principles of God's word by our founders. And the Lord said to me through scripture, again, as I was meditating on the scripture, the Lord began to tell me in Joshua chapter 11, in verse 16 through 23, where Joshua went in and took the land. In Joshua chapter 11, verse 20, the Lord was speaking to me as I was meditating on this, that this is what he has now done to his enemies in this nation. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts. Their hearts have been hardened against justice, against liberty, against the form of government that was established by our founders of three equal branches. And we'll get into where that originally came from, because it was divine inspiration that came to our founders when they actually wrote the Constitution of the United States. And we'll get to that in a minute. But in verse 20, he said, For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might destroy them utterly, and that they might have no favor, but that the Lord might destroy them as he commanded Moses. And what the Lord was saying to me, not that they be destroyed, but that God has hardened their hearts that he might uproot their stronghold in this nation. And we're about to see a move of God, a political revival that will literally sweep this country back on our founding principles, the principles that God has established for this nation, that we are three branches of government that are equal, that the individual rights of men given to us by God are the sovereign 
in this country. We're coming back to our foundation as a nation, and we're coming back to the fear of God and to the knowledge of God, and that each man individually, as we walk uprightly before the Lord, that we'll walk in liberty again, and justice again will be restored in our country. So as we continue prophetically, the Lord had mentioned when we went to see the eclipse, there was a solar eclipse that took place in August three years ago, the 21st of August. It was a complete solar eclipse that went across this nation. And God was again affirming the covenant that he made with our founders. That eclipse that literally went from Salem, Oregon, down to South Carolina, I believe, and it literally crossed this nation. As we went to see it, it was like the fingerprint of God going across this country. That that exact eclipse had not taken place in that manner, just touching this nation. The last time it happened was in 1776, when the Declaration of Independence was penned by our founders. It was literally the divine fingerprint of God across this country. And that fingerprint of God went across this country again in 2017. And the Holy Spirit spoke to us that day. Pastor Chris got a word, and she said, as the darkness that covered the earth during this eclipse only lasted for a moment, so darkness would cover this nation again, but it would only last for a moment. And after a moment of darkness, light would come and be restored, and it would be light that would be bright as the noonday sun. And that's literally what happened during that eclipse. We had darkness for a moment and that literally swept across this nation. And the darkness has swept across this nation as you've seen it. But the Lord was saying that it will only last for a moment. And then we will begin to see the light restored and the foundations of our nation restored. And I'm here to tell you, we're about to see that happen in our country. We're about to see the foundations of our nation restored. And I had done a little bit of research regarding the founding of our nation. And, you know, there have been what I will call revisionists that have risen up in our country to try and expunge the historical record of the true nature of the founding of our country and how it was truly founded with the principles of God's word. And I'm talking about the God of the Bible. We're not talking about any other God here when I'm speaking. We're talking about the God of the Bible. We're talking about Jesus Christ. The founding of our nation was based upon the principles of the Word of God established by believers in Jesus Christ. Founders of our nation that believed the covenant of God that he had made, and they came here to establish a nation whose God is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so revival is coming to America. It's already come, in fact. And God has hardened the hearts of her enemies so that they may be dealt with completely. But our heart, again, I will say, must be to pray that those who come under such a hand will be saved. We need to pray that their hearts be changed, that they would repent and turn and be saved. That has to be our heart. And the people of this land, again, will acknowledge this as a nation whose God is the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, as we see across our money that says, in God we trust, and as the Pledge of Allegiance, which for years was spoken and recited on a daily basis in our education system, it will again be recited. That I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God 
indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That, again, will be recited in our schoolhouses across this nation. It will be restored. The fear of God, which is the beginning of knowledge, will be restored in our education system. It had been removed for quite some time, but I'm here to tell you it will be restored. And our children will begin to honor this nation, and the spirit of patriotism will return to the hearts of our children to love this country and to honor her flag and to pray for our nation, to pray for her leadership. And we will be restored as the body of Christ that my people who are called by my name will humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves and pray and turn from our own wicked ways. Then God said, I will hear from heaven and I will heal your land. Our land is being healed now as we, the body of Christ, will turn and as we, the body of Christ, will hearken to the voice of God. But the Lord had said years ago that revival will come to America and it will begin in the political arena. And last 2016, we saw a move of God across this country. Thank God that he heard our prayers. And there was indeed a red wave. And I believe this time we will see a greater wave of red cover this country. California will vote for righteousness. This nation will vote for righteousness. We need to pray, though, body of Christ. We need to pray. Because there are forces of darkness that are trying to thwart liberty and justice in this country. And we, the body of Christ, are called right now to a time of prayer and intercession. We need to pray for our country. We need to pray for our leadership. We need to pray that God will move across this land and touch the hearts of the people to turn them back to the God of our fathers. To take responsibility and where we have turned, that God will cause us to turn back to him. As Pastor Christ said, to watch your words, to watch your heart, and to watch your deeds. Right now, we need to turn wholeheartedly back to the Lord to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all things will be added to us as well. So America is being awakened. The revival, he said, would begin in the political arena, but it was going to move from the political arena to the education arena. And we're going to take our education system back, and the foundation of our education system will again be the word of truth, the foundations that made this nation great, the fear of God, which is the beginning of wisdom. And, of course, the word says that fools despise knowledge and understanding, but a fool says in his heart that there is no God. So God is going to be returned to our education system, the knowledge of God, and the discussions and the Bible will return. It was taken out of the education system because of the foolishness, candidly, of the body of Christ. We caused it. We allowed it. But the Lord is going to bring it back as our foundation. We're going to take our education system back. And I pray that school choice will be one of those vehicles that will cause that to happen. So pray, body of Christ, we need to pray. Because without prayer, we have no foundation. Our foundation has to be in seeking God's wisdom, seeking God's understanding, to pray for our leadership, to pray for our nation. And candidly, after this nation's revolutionary war was fought, which was fought with prayer on a daily basis, in fact, Benjamin Franklin, during the Constitutional Convention, after they had won the war against Britain, which, by the way, Britain, they were the world's superpower. And this ragtag bunch of colonists basically beat the world superpower, Britain, and won the American Revolution. That was an act of God. And there's all kinds of documentation on how God intervened on behalf of the Continental Army. 
But I want to read an excerpt because after the Revolutionary War was won, they convened again for the Constitutional Convention to draft the Constitution of the United States. And I mentioned earlier in this segment that the Constitution of the United States was literally drafted by divine inspiration. The foundation of it came from Isaiah chapter 33, verse 22, where it says, For the Lord is our judge, and the Lord is our lawgiver, and the Lord is our king, and he will save us. Now notice there's three branches. You have the judge, the judicial branch. You have the lawgiver, that's the legislative branch. And then you have the king, which is, of course, the presidential or the executive branch. So those three branches of government literally came from Isaiah 33, verse 22. And I want to back up because when they were beginning to have that constitutional convention and they were trying to draft the Constitution, on the 28th of June in 1787 in Philadelphia, Benjamin Franklin addressed the convention on prayer. And I'm going to read from that address, and he said the following. The small progress that we have made after four or five weeks, they literally went for four or five weeks of meetings and of continual reasoning with each other, of differing sentiments on almost every question, the last of which produces as many nays as it does a's. In other words, he's saying we have been basically going back and forth with little to no progress for four or five weeks. And then he makes a comment, and he says, the situation of this assembly groping, as it were, in the dark to find political truth and scarce able to distinguish it when presented to us. Now, has it happened that he says, this is Franklin saying, that we have not once thought of humbly applying or, if you would, petitioning to the Father of lights or to the God of heaven to illuminate our understanding. In other words, for four weeks, nearly five, they had not yet once bent their knee in prayer. And yet he reminded the group that in the beginning of the contest with Great Britain, that we had enough sense, because we were in danger, to pray daily in this very room for God's divine protection. Now, I'm paraphrasing. And so Benjamin Franklin moved that assembly to bend their knee on a daily basis to the God of heaven to give them wisdom for God's intervention, for God's providential favor. So he literally said in one of the last paragraphs of this phrase, he says, how have we forgotten such a powerful friend? Or how can we imagine that we no longer need his assistance? And I'm here to tell you, friend, we need the assistance of God right now in our nation. This nation is a nation whose God is the Lord. And I'm here, those who have ears to hear right now, bend your knee to God and ask for the Lord's intervention to reestablish this nation as a nation whose God is the Lord. We need prayer right now, friend. And God is awakening the hearts of his people to bend their knee to heaven, to petition heaven right now on behalf of this nation, to pray for our leadership, to pray for our nation, to pray for justice, to pray for healing, to pray for deliverance from evil in every sector of society, to restore us back to our foundation. And Benjamin Franklin continues, he says, I've lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more I'm convinced I have convincing proofs to this truth that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can continue or even rise without his aid? And I'm here to tell you, we can't. And so Benjamin 
Franklin then closed his petition to the Congress, saying, I therefore beg leave to move that henceforth prayer and imploring the assistance of heaven be made for the blessings of God to be upon our deliberations, that they be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to do our business. And then he invited even clergy to come in and to pray. And I'm here to tell you that we need the prayers to heaven right now to heal our land and to heal our nation. God is moving across this nation. He has decreed that he will do it, but he's expecting his people to yield to his move. And so I petition you today, if you hear the sound of my voice, I'm calling you to prayer and I'm calling you to pray for this nation as we approach this next presidential election. And there's many, many, many people that are running for Congress and the Senate across our country that God would touch the hearts of the people to pray and to vote for righteousness that this nation would again be saved and that this nation again would be established as a nation whose God is the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for those that hear my voice today, that you're moving your people to pray, you're moving your people to intercede and to move with their feet and with their hands to vote and to stand up for righteousness in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.